This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast. Everybody and welcome back to a WASD and Beyond episode. A Beyond episode. We haven't done a Beyond episode in quite a while, um, and this one is about to be truly fucking dope. So, as always, I am accompanied by my two good friends and hosts of the show. You know them, you love them, or maybe you don't. You like me more than that's cool. But Evan and Matt, hello. I'm fucking here, y'all. He's here. <laughs> Um, so we were given a screener of a movie called Bloody Hell by, oh shit, time out. He had the notes. You were the, you were supposed to have these notes ready to go. Time out. He literally says it before we start recording. Go on, you guys got notes for it and everything. I was given the the screener by, uh, Entertainment Squad for this movie. And. Squad of Entertainment. Wow. Wow, this movie. That <laughs> was fucking sweet. Totally I could good. tell before, because I'm like, I'm one of those dudes who it's like, hey, let's check out this movie. And everyone's like, fucking, what does he have to show Another us? Another one of Nick's crazy ass, whack ass movies. <laughs> Which just was a, this was a crazy fucking movie. But I could tell the energy in the room was, all right, Nick got us a movie for an indie film, a horror indie film. What the fuck is this going to be? Is it going to be like The Room? <laughs> like, where, where are we here? So Definitely. this movie starts and it is fucking sick. So let's bloody hell is a film about a dude named Rex. Right. And it starts out in this fucking bank robbery scene. Rex is just fucking trying to hit on the, uh, the teller. Let's, and that's uh, cool. Hold What's on up? real quick. Uh, you kind of forgot to mention that this is going to be spoilers. We're going to be oh, talking yeah. about this movie. You are really dropping the ball today. I'm also, dropping, you know, I dropped the ball. You are really fucking up. This is, right. we are going to be talking about the movie Bloody Hell. This is going to contain spoilers. We j- literally just got finished watching right. it. <laughs> we are going to be talking about it in its entirety. Here, do you, do you I am just excited. The intro? Do you want me to take the intro of the movie over? Yeah, Nick, let's just restart Evan, this whole Evan, fucking thing. Evan, you go for it. I okay. am just really excited right now. This is, like Nick said, an indie horror movie uh, that essentially as filled with spoilers as we just finished watching it. Um, somewhat short, only an hour and a half, which is nice. I don't really like longer movies, so that was nice. Uh, so synopsis, right? Like, what's it about? Um, guy, we don't know yet. His name's Rex. We find out in a in a bank trying to meet a teller that he likes. He's got a thing for. In the middle of talking to her, bank gets robbed. Um, <laughs> and now, in most situations, you'd think there'd be some sort of sad ending to this. It's not really sad. It's more of that uh, Rex here is apparently some sort of veteran and kicks the shit out of these bank robbers kills all of them. Um, but he gets in trouble because there was what, what was it in the movie? An unwanted or an accidental death. Right. A girl, an innocent girl dies because of his actions, essentially. 
which and, at first you don't see what happens with that person. No, right, you don't find we out all like, later in the movie. Because we were all like, who the fuck died? Yeah, because they don't show it at the beginning. They don't show who dies. They just, but the, the name g- gave off uh, something because they say in the beginning, I think they mentioned her name and we know that the woman he was trying to see was not, they don't, ha- they don't share the name. So it wasn't the woman he was trying to see. He didn't result yeah. in her death. It's different. Um, he gets sentenced to eight years in prison. Uh, while in prison, he decides that once he gets out, he's going to shoot a spitball at a map and he's going to go wherever <laughs> the spitball lands. Three times he shoots it, three times it lands in Finland. Um, so he gets out. He's a, somewhat of a celebrity, I guess, uh, in his own country there because he's considered a hero. He stopped a bank robbery, you know, even though, well, as we'll get into. Some people consider him a hero. Some people consider him a maniac. That's like the right. thing that's happening. They're he's like, oh, insane. he's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and eventually he ends up, you know, getting out of there and he runs off to uh, Finland. Ends up in a much worse place than uh, where he was left at. Um. You know, he kind of uh, in the airport, he's kind of seen by some people uh, who are Finnish and they're like, you know, he's he looks like he makes a good candidate. Right. Um, Gets brought, you know, he goes over to Finland and uh, he's kidnapped. Essentially, I think we also forgot to mention at the beginning of this movie that we are shown what the family in Finland is like. Oh, yeah. Right. As the as the daughter of this family does try to escape and they catch her. Um, which was eight years prior to or around the same time the bank robbery happened. So she's an adult yeah. by the time that he gets there and he's kidnapped. Um, and then he wakes up with his leg cut off, which is fun. Yeah. The movie just ramps up right there too. Yeah. And you get, so I, I actually, before I, we, we talk about one of my favorite parts of the film, I do like in the airport when they're having their conversation in, uh, what, what language is that? Um, Finnish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Finnish. So when they're speaking in Finnish and the, the guy comes up to him, he's like, they said they're going to get you. And he's like, and he's like, fucking what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Get the fuck away from me. Because he's so used to like paparazzi type shit. Right. So he's just like done with it. He's like, like the whole restaurant scene. He's just sitting there trying to eat a burger. Yeah. And they're <laughs> just, taking yeah. pictures of him, asking him questions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's not yeah. very happy about that. Um, Back to so I'm just gonna I'm just kind of recapping the whole movie without going yeah, into yeah, detail. Yeah. I figured we could double back to our favorite scenes and what yep. we like the most. Um, he's kidnapped and he wakes up with his leg cut off. While this is the whole movie or not the whole movie, but definitely revealed certain certainly early on, he has an inner monologue that is constantly dueling with him or talking to him about what he's going to do, even though he's not necessarily right away about to do it. Um, his leg is cut off. He's stranded in a basement. He's tied up uh, by his hands at the top, and he, you know, is contemplating, well, how do I get out of here? What's going on? That kind of thing. Um, it is kind of revealed to us as well that as what it seems that the, this family is can't, they're, they're cannibalistic. They're eating him, um, which we are learn later is not necessarily the case. <laughs> um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I honestly forget what happens after we see him with his leg cut off. What happens after that guy's neck? I completely Wait. I completely banged. What do you mean? So the the little the little yeah okay. So I was sure brother ventures in, sees him, gets used as bait as the smoking hot sister (laughs) comes down there, and he uses him as like sort of like a trade deal. Doesn't go very well, but um, he drops him. (laughs) He 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 doesn't. Yeah, he fucking kicks the shit out of this little kid with his stump of a leg. He breaks his fucking nose. He breaks um, his nose. But essentially, so it just is like a, you know, 
step-by-step problem solving, you know, I need to work on this so I can then do this. So then I can do this so I can then make it out of here. And all the while there's this weird, like romantic thing going on between him and that smoking hot sister who doesn't want to murder him, but is kind of helping murder him. Yeah. Until eventually he escapes, he kills everyone and then they make it away, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what happens in the movie without spoiling too much. Yeah. Do we want to, do you want to go over some of your favorite scenes from it, Nick, while we reveal a little bit more about the movie or did you want to, uh, we can, I, I guess we could probably just backtrack now and then just like kind of yeah. hit all it like in we everything. Sequence. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really liked the, the setup of the bank robbery scene leading up to where, to, to really show that like Rex is not just some like dude you're going to pull one over on. Cause at first like, okay, like he's just some dude in the bank. He's going to he's going to get his ass whooped. That doesn't fucking happen. And later on, they actually show him and how he takes out these bank robbers too. Yeah. Which that fucking slug to that dude's face was beautiful. The use of um, practical effects in this film was phenomenal. We'll talk about the leg in a minute. Um, Especially a scene with the leg. Um, So I I do like that a lot. I liked the entire setup of the bank robbery scene, the going to prison because, you know, he did unfortunately kill someone while trying to save everyone else in the bank. And he allowed himself and his anger and his inner head, like the voice in his head to just say, (laughs) shoot him in the dick. Best quote quote in the movie, shoot him in the dick, shoot him in the ball. Literally, they're in a standoff. He with he's in a standoff with the last villain, the last bank robber who has a hostage, and his inner monologue just pops out of nowhere, just like shoot him in the dick. Yeah, shoot him in the dick. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to die today. I don't want to die. Shoot him in the dick. Yeah, yeah. just blow his <laughs> balls away. Oh my god, funniest I mean, fucking thing. Completely caught me off guard with that. The yeah. inner monologue itself, his other self that you that is portrayed on screen with him. Is right. phenomenal. That's it a is, lot of acting. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal, and they did it so well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did. I, I, so, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the the interaction between him and his inner monologue of it both being, you know, problem solving. Like, okay, here's what's going on. What do we know? How do we fix this? To also yeah. like all of these just stupid witty humor, just like. You know, yeah. it's like, why the fuck are you concentrating on this? Or, oh, well, she's hot. Like, I am literally tied up in the basement. <laughs> oh, but she's kind of cute. Like, I don't have a leg anymore. I'm going to die. Like, yeah. No, I, I think they did that really well. And I think Ben O'Toole, the uh, actor who plays Rex. Oh, uh, ben O'Toole. He, he, did a, he did a great job uh, for both of them. Like you said, Matt, that's a lot of acting to pull off. But I think I'm, I'm sure Ben had a lot of fun uh, being able to play that, like, in the same vein it's like it's really difficult to portray a guy who's tied up in a basement he has no idea where he's at and he's also missing his leg but to also be able to go from that to switching and being like yeah she's cleaning your leg right now she's cleaning your stump she's kind of cute like you know like being able to go to do both those things is is not easy so i i i also thoroughly enjoyed the way they set that up where he had an inner i don't think the movie would have been nearly the same without having that no, 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 it would have been a totally no. different movie. Yeah. Speaking of comic relief, can we talk about how funny this fucking movie was? Because oh, was I was, was expecting so it. 
I was expecting it to be just this like super kind of boring indie movie that, you know, had a couple of cool horror shots and that was it. Right. I wasn't expecting anything great out of it, but it was like it, the movie knows what it is and it knows exactly how to make fun of it and constantly keeps you guessing with just the weirdest things. Like I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, but there's so many constant parts. Like there's so many times where it'll just jump to just something completely random, right? Like the the cute girl is cleaning his stump that they cut off, right? And she's cleaning it up, Thank and then God. all of a sudden it's a fl- right, and then all of a sudden it's a flash forward of her romanticizing, like, "Hey, he, me, and this guy, we could get married," and it shows them like frolicking in a field together, and it's like, "What the fuck? You are cleaning this man's bloody leg?" Like, what, to be what's fair. happening? Frolicking? You mean he is literally still in the flash in flash forward? hopping around on one leg <laughs> so that was funny to me too not to, to to jump ahead a bit here um that same scene is used differently where it's not him and the girl but he then finds his uh removed leg and when he <laughs> when he grabs it same scene where right. he's frolicking with it and he's like yes i found my leg again i thought that was so funny especially because that in that moment too it's also even more intense so to like oh, yeah. take, it, take you out of it and just remind you that like yeah this is this is like what you're watching is funny. I mean, this is completely yeah. absurd in the sense of like, he's about to take his leg and use it as a weapon, his discarded the, leg at that point. The movie also did not feel cheap. Like it is a smaller budget film, but they used that budget so fucking well. Yeah. In my opinion, mm-hmm. like it was done so fucking well at first when, you know, something like the lighting in the beginning of the film, I was like, ah, yeah, but it also could have been us watching it through VOD. You know what I mean, I mean? maybe yeah. it, probably not. I, unfortunately, I do think it was a little more of like a, you know, a Hollywood effect of like, you know, oh, we're going to capture like all of the sunlight coming in through the bank because it's yeah. a nice, happy day. And yeah. it was just done a little too much where you're like, holy shit, are they blind in that set? What is happening? But that is the only time I really thought that was a oh, yeah. problem. Right. Was no, just no. that one. The bank scene right from the beginning was like, OK, that because I, I didn't see it anywhere else in the film. No, no, no. Even when they're yeah. like viewing back the other, like when they're flashing back to the bank scene as they progress throughout the movie and they're kind of revealing more bits of what happened, all of that was fine. It was literally yeah. like two or three shots where you're like, oh, you probably could have dialed back the exposure. But other than that, everything looked great, you know? Yeah. And like I said, like the use of practical effects, the leg looked fucking great. And we'll get into a little bit more about his leg a little later on in this review. Um, yeah, man. No, it, it it was it was a it was a fun fucking ride, and I'm I am glad we watched it together. Fucking, there there is a ton of memorable fucking lines in this movie as well. And and I, we're jumping ahead of ourselves all over, but I it's just that's what a, we do. This yeah, that's what we do. But this movie also is just so ADHD that it's now made my ADHD all over the place. <laughs> it does jump around a lot. It was a little bit tough to focus sometimes. I will say that. I will say that, but you know, I, I, like overall, yeah. the flow of it worked pretty well. Yeah, they had oh, yeah. When, when they took you out of the scene that was happening in real time to a flashback or to a imaginary type thing, like with the dancing with them when she's cleaning his stump or like him finding his leg. Like it wasn't so much to the point where it was like in the middle of a full time action scene where they just cut it. It was definitely like he saw it. 
it went slow mo and yes. it eased into that change where it wasn't it it didn't feel jarring when they switched it like it that. wasn't like a Family Guy thing. Yeah, oh, not this time. It, yeah. No, this it worked. This worked. And that's I will why say. There, there is one time where it was like super jarring, and that was like he had just gotten out of prison, and he is constantly being followed around, followed around by like paparazzi and stuff, right? And he goes to this restaurant and he's eating this fucking fat, juicy burger that made yeah, me fucking really good. hungry. It looks so good. Yeah. Um, and he's talking with his inner monologue. That's in he's in a booth, and the inner monologue is across the table from him, and then he's got paparazzi all around him, just like taking pictures of him. And it just cut so much back and forth between yeah. close up on him, close up on the inner monologue, camera close up, flash. yeah, camel camera flashes, you know, peel back to reveal the paparazzi, you know, okay, now we have a little bit of a close up that shows both of them. Now it goes back to a close up, back to another close up, and it's definitely jumped around a lot. But they could they could have done a singular shot for that, I think, where it kind of panned around the entire booth, and I think that would have serviced that the scene was still a good scene i feel like though if they would have done that that would have serviced that scene a little bit better right or just well, they, more of like a you know also like if you had the camera on a tripod and you know it was just left there it, like you know and you just see him talking with his inner monologue and it's not cutting back and forth of these you know close-ups then yeah. you would probably be fine but it was just like so many quick cuts in such yeah. rapid succession it really kind of threw you off but other than yeah. that, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, you know. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terrible by any means. I did uh, I I don't really like uh, not to say that this movie did anything bad. It didn't. I I really loved the entire thing. And but cut scenes like that where they're really fast cuts in between. I just I, I can't really follow them very well. I'm not very good at that. I like a lot right. more of the continuous shot style stuff. Even like uh, other movies that I have been experimenting with, like the one shot through the whole movie type stuff. Like I really enjoy those. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of cuts like that are not something I'm really able to follow well. And um, yeah, but no, no, you're fine. But I really liked it. I think the only thing I, I if anything, the only way I would have done that differently was have one shot where it's just them talking and yeah. then maybe one or two cuts here for the whole scene where they switch back to the paparazzi asking questions or taking more pictures right. mm-hmm. other than that. But like, still, it wasn't like you said, Nick, it wasn't a bad scene by any means. It was still good. It had a lot of, uh, it had a de- decently funny part too. Whereas, you know, Monal, I was like, can you believe these guys? And he, <laughs> you know, flips the table over onto all of them. And then it cuts back to like, Oh yeah, it wasn't actually, he didn't actually do that. Well, yeah, I, like his the, monologue was yeah. like, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Like, yeah, thinking yeah. of throwing the table at the paparazzi, the inner monologue was like, like, hey, I saw I saw what you just did there. Like that you probably shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, another good line. Light. Another good line was when he's talking to himself and uh fucking what's her name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah is like yeah. confused, like, oh, I talk to myself. He's and like <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, exactly. And he's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Well, why?" He goes through the story. It's like, "Oh, I had to, you know, I had to learn coping mechanisms in prison." And he's like, "Bitch, I've been with you longer than that." Afghanistan, <laughs> and like, right. it's just like you mentioned something called the OEMF too, which I looked yep. that up while we were watching the movie. I didn't really find anything that actually. Uh, I'm guessing know. it's it's supposed to be like some sort of special tactical unit type of deal. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right. when I looked at OEMF, it just means. Uh, open element management framework. So nothing that would actually <laughs> relate to what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like you said, probably some sort of F probably means force. 
something like that. You right. Just, right. Yeah, Operations, efficiency, yeah. multi-task for it, whatever. Yeah. Like, the, right. the inner monologue does a great job of, like, it is good com- he That inner monologue is good comic relief, but it also keeps Rex grounded, too. Like, You're he right. is also the voice of reason. Like, yeah, he does push Rex to do shit Rex might not want to do, but Rex already has those tendencies without him there. So, like, him being there is also like, hey, calm the fuck down. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Do not let them hear us. We need to fucking figure this out. But it's also, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. also a voice for good. Like, when yeah. he's about to leave and the voice is like, no, you need to save that girl. And he's like, that girl's not my concern. He's like, but she needs you. Yeah, she you needs you. see the way she looked at you? She needs you. Yeah. And right. we need her. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely not just like you said, comic relief. It is a voice of reason and a voice for good, not necessarily telling him to do bad things. More so, telling like you said, telling him to do to do things he already wants to do, like shoot that guy in the balls. Well, like, Rex is a smart ass. <laughs> shoot yeah. that guy in the dick. Yeah. Well, well Rex is a <laughs> smart ass in and of he, he in and of himself. He's a smart ass. Every time she would make a fucking error while speaking, he'd be like, "Actually, it's option, not optian." <laughs> like he would constantly correct her here and there on her English. Yeah, and ins- it was insatiability, and he'd go at sensationability, but or insatiable. <laughs> insatiable. Yeah. yeah, he's like that it's actually me up. Yeah, that, that made me laugh quite a bit, just because it's another one of those things where it's like she's not even necessarily following what he's saying, but he's just getting it off his just because it's annoying him or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I liked that. And like, I'd say like, I'd love to talk about some of the, not necessarily fight scenes. Cause there's really only two, I'd say big fight scenes, yeah. but like the effects and the way they were shot were really cool. Like, Oh yeah. Uh, like, especially the bank robbery where we, sh- we see that in the middle of the film. Like we see it in the beginning and like through the intro where we're seeing all the names of everybody who worked on it. But then in the middle of the film, we see it play out very cool in a very cool manner i'd say where it's not just showing us how it's going from his perspective but also like people other people watching watching, yeah Mm. on the news and people in bars and stuff like that all watching this whole thing play out because it's all on cctv so they're all able to see him you know kick the shit out of these robbers which (laughs) i just thought made it so much better too where like you know he's crouched behind the desk and the other robber sees him and he's he, right fucking there. He, he mouths to him, like, keep your mouth shut. Like, he's like, yeah. he's for whatever reason going to do that. Right. Like, and it ends up working against him anyway. It doesn't even help him. Well, yeah. that cut during that scene you're talking about, the whole CCTV, there's a couple of kids literally watching it on their phones on their, yeah. like a YouTube type app. And it's like, oh, it always censors the good stuff. And yeah. right there, the entire scene does an actual rewind. Yeah. And goes into him pulling the shotgun back up and blowing a slug through homeboy's fucking face. Which and, yeah. Oh my god. That was that that fucking scene that like the way it was shot and that like go back to it the like through the CCTV to actually show real time. That was sick. It was fucking an amazing idea and it was executed perfectly. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I, like I, I enjoyed that. I thought the whole scene of the bank robbery was pretty cool. The way, we're, like, you know, the it's it's a, at the beginning of the movie, it's kind of revealed like pretty blatantly that this is going to be funny. The whole because, handgun thing. Well, yeah, because he's he's, he's like looking he's looking at a woman on the ground who's got her purse and she's got a gun in there and he's motioning to her like, "Give it to me. I can I can do this. Give it to me." And she packs it up and then gives it to the robber, but then it gets like, it gets thrown up and it lands right back in his lap. So it's another one of those things where it's like, this is just going to be funny. And then we see later in that same, in that scene where they're robbing the bank and it shows us how he deals with it. The funniest thing ever, which is where 
you know, that's completely quiet in this bank and you hear one gunshot and they go, did he just fucking shoot himself? Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. robbers look at each other like, did Greg just shoot himself? Yeah. It's like, go, I don't know. What do you think happened? Right. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, they get a taste of their own medicine shortly after that. But oh yeah, I like that they went back to that to show us because at first it's shown in the movie that like, not necessarily, but the woman who got shot accidentally was not as a, as important as it was or to not explain it right away. Oh, excuse me. Um, but then it showed through that uh, middle scene where it's, yeah, no, here's actually what happened. So, I mean, I'd argue that even though he was ruled as like accidentally murdering this girl, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a lawyer, but I wouldn't really rule it as his fault anyway. He never right. right. one. Well, so, okay. I should say. Well, so they were on trial and they, he was facing a potential of 20 years to life type of deal. And the attorney came back and was like, you can take a plea bargain and say that you're guilty, serve eight years. And then that's your, you're done, you know? And that like, which is, you know, how it goes a lot of the times. I think if he like continued with the trial, he probably would have gotten away with it, you know? Um, and like not gotten 20 years, but sometimes you don't want to take that risk and you're just like, I'll just do the eight, I guess. You, you take the risk, you lose that fucking plea. Right. Exactly. So no movie. You just, <laughs> so, um, to kind of, um, I just would like to explain, uh, just to tell our listeners here what technically happens. He gets the teller away from the guy of the bank robber. Inner monologue says, shoot him in the dick. Rex, literally shoot him in the dick. Shoots Rex, him in the dick. Rex shoots him in the dick. As this guy falls down, he pulls the trigger on his shotgun, blasting it through a closet where a woman was hiding. And yeah. then she falls out and she's she said, I'd like to point out as, as well in that trial, she was also pregnant. Which, yep. in the long run, probably would have oh, worked. was she? Yeah, yeah I completely she, missed that. Yeah, yeah. She was. They said that she was pregnant. So that would have you know, definitely probably worked against him. But at the same time, like you said, if he had gone through and explained what happened, it would have been like, yeah, it wasn't my fault. She, it wasn't like immediately directly my fault. I never pulled the trigger and hit her. It was, I pulled the trigger on this guy. Obviously shot him in a place where I probably shouldn't have been the, the you know, think of things I probably should have just shot him and well, they literally him. call to it like inhumanely, you know, like, yeah. What was it? He, he was, he was in court on the stand and they're like, yeah. why did you do such yeah. a, uh, like, you know, why did you take him down? So inhumanely? He's like, well, I wanted to take him down. And I also didn't want him to reproduce. So yeah, win win. Yeah, I have I have that uh, line in my notes. That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, that was yeah. a good. That was so good. <laughs> and it was an accident, obviously. He but he didn't know that. You know, it's not like he knew that she was hiding there. Because guaranteed, if he knew, it, Rex is not a, a psychotic type character. So like, if he had known there was somebody in that closet, he would have just blasted him in the head and called it quits. But like, right. that monologue got the better of him and was like, nah, dude, shoot him in the dick. There's nobody else around. You know, like, what's right. going to happen? It was just, it was bad luck for him. But Cut to CCTV in the courtroom of him literally just going, boom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shooting him in the dick. Yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from the bank robbing scene, right? And the so, dick shoot, yeah. Right, and the shooting him in the dick. Um, So, Sorry, like, he goes, so, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So he moves, he, you know, he he's out of prison and he during prison had a map and a spitball or and a straw with, net, you know, toilet paper. And he decided he was just going to shoot wherever. And that's where he would going to he was going to go. All three of his spitballs landed on Finland. So that's where he ended up going. We already went past the, you know, the airport scene where he was kind of being 
harassed by the the Finnish couple but then also yeah. like he had a bunch of people trying to take pictures and videotape him and stuff like that yeah. super irate he shows up in finland and is immediately kidnapped right like a fake taxi picks him up and then gasses him oh. as the driver puts on just like pulls out a fucking random gas mask splits it's like it a world war ii mask that he just held yeah. also before you right. that, i'd like to point out that the uh hula girl in the uh dashboard in the taxi she also only has one leg yeah so that, I did not. I did not catch that. Yeah, she, so, she had one leg, so and the spring was of, actually pulled up to to show that she was uh, elevated upwards. Right. Oh, so really? a little bit of foreshadowing, if you if yeah. you caught it, type of deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but he gets kidnapped and knocked out with this gas, and then he immediately wakes up, tied up from the ceiling with his right leg gone. Yeah, his uh, right leg. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, his right leg. Um. And then that's where the movie kind of like that was like a maybe twenty minutes into the movie, and that's where we spend majority of the movie. Yeah, it's right? a lot of the movie right there in that basement. In that basement, yeah, right. Um, so let's see what goes on from there. Then, so he's yeah. he's having the the conversation with his inner monologue, and they're trying to figure out like you know why he's tied up and all this what time stuff. is it what yeah. time is it yeah he's awake and he's like you know remember i woke up during my root he canal wasn't supposed to be awake right yeah. he, and he yeah. was he was explaining he was like why am i awake why am i still alive and they're like i'm not supposed to be awake i'm just you know this stuff doesn't have as much of an effect on me i wo- i woke up during a, a root canal when yeah. i wasn't supposed to and you know hence there we are um and you know he's battling with his inner monologue trying to figure out like what to do. Like I said, uh, not a whole lot happens until he, a little until, kid coming downstairs is where right, it starts the li- to go off. Which, which we already sort of talked about, yeah. right? Like the little kid comes down and he convinces the little kid to come closer to him. The little kid has a fucking <laughs> knife and he yeah, no bitch slaps this little kid in the face with his stump leg. Yeah, and knocks him the fuck out. Nose, dude. Oh yeah, they had so the family took the kid to the hospital to make sure he is, wasn't dying. Yeah, and this is where this movie is again very intelligent because most of the time these types of movies, the families never they never leave. They're always attentive. The person tied up is always getting fucked up. No, yeah. they're going to bed. It's it's bedtime. They they cut the leg off. They're getting it prepared, which will will we'll explain why the leg's getting cut off soon, and why he's being cut up. Um, and he drives the family away from the house, which doesn't happen. The murderous family never gets driven away from the house. He forces them to leave by kicking or this kid in the fucking nose. Or it's one one or two of the family leave to go right. check something, but usually there's always someone else at home. Which yeah, this all of them left. And I mean, I like to point out great control by this guy to not only kick this kid in the face, break his fucking nose and knock him out, but then to hold him there with both legs until somebody else comes down. He wasn't yep. like, you can tell he wasn't planning on letting go of that kid. So like when, uh, what's her name? Alia? Alia. 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 She comes down and she's, you know, she's diverting her eyes cause she's not supposed to look, but then she looks and he's like, you come at me with this knife. This kid's dead. All I have I'll to do snap is snap his neck. Yeah, yeah. Like all I have to do is squeeze. It was like, it, that really was another thing where it's like, this is a kid and he does not give a shit, which could again be played off as either. He's just trying to survive and he's willing to do whatever it takes, or he's exceptionally brutal when he doesn't have to be. But like kid had a knife. 
And, you know, he wasn't sure what was going to happen. So he did what he thought was best. But again, another, another awesome thing of like self-control for the guy to be able to be like, I don't know how long I'm going to be down here for, but you best believe that when they come down to find me again, this kid's going to be between my fucking legs. Like, yeah, I'm right. ready to kill him. like yeah. I thought that was just another great part of it that they planned. Like you said, where it's like, yeah, the family never leaves completely. But on top of that, it's like, he's not, he's not unwilling to hurt a child just to make sure he kind of either figures out right. what's going on or gets out. Exactly. Like, I, I really love that about it. Yeah. Um. So after that scene, right. So then Alia comes down and, you know, sees him ends up taking, he, she gets the kid away from him and they leave. Um, she and lied. the whole family, right. So the whole family wakes up. Um, and this kid is like severely hurt. And the family blames it all on her, which not her fault, but like sort of her fault. I don't whatever. Um, <laughs> they don't like her to begin with, though. Right. They all hate her. She's yeah. she's definitely the black sheep of this murderous family, which is not a bad and so necessarily. They leave and go to the hospital. They make sure that he's OK. And the doctor's like, there's no way that he broke his nose falling out of bed like she had said. <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, all right, she clearly did this. We're going to go back and fuck her up, right? So yeah. they they return, and they're on a fucking rampage to try to find her. Man, uh, Rex has to act asleep as they're, like, beating the shit out of him to make oh, sure he's not slap. actually awake. Oh, it hit him so fucking hard, dude. I, I felt that slap in my soul. Well, his inner monologue, too, is like, don't right. you fucking, yeah, don't you fuck it up. Just stay yeah. strong. Yeah, just yeah. stay quiet. Yeah, um, No, so... They find the girl and then the guy comes down or the guy that abducted him, like the uncle comes yeah. down with a, another fucking dose of um, it's it's some sort whatever of whatever like, it is. Uh, sleeping agent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Sleeping agent. And and does that. So when he wakes up, he literally wakes up to the oh. uncle trying to saw off his other leg. <laughs> and yeah that was not easy to watch he had yeah. he had gotten a knife and like hit it in his hands in the rope type of deal yeah and he he starts fighting back against this guy just long enough for him to get his hands free and literally stabs this man in the ear with a knife oh uh, right into his fucking brain dude through the ear into his fucking brain that was not what i was expecting like i like i said i was i was expecting it to be just you know side of the head maybe the eye something right right but to see it where it's literally going through the ear canal i was yeah. like oh Ooh. i was like yeah i was like you don't even like putting a q-tip in there too far imagine a <laughs> knife going oh, through that God. but like the blinking the, like because you're you're not dead right away like his brain is still going for a quick couple seconds it can and brain. he's just like kind of like blink yeah, the dude's just like error blinking <laughs> down. He's just like, oh, that sucks. Drop. Yeah. But here's where it fucking gets bananas. Oh, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts looking through all of these like duffel bags and like starts collecting <laughs> weapons and anything Anal that beads. he can find. He's finding like he found a flare gun and a couple of knives and stuff like that. And before he tries to escape. <laughs> He finds a golf club and ties and fucking duct tapes it to his leg as a little makeshift leg. Every step he takes is just like click, 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 click. click. 
So and, and so he tries to leave and he immediately is met with the stairs. The most <laughs> ominous part of the movie, too, because they oh, yeah. it had the shot of the stairs. <laughs> it had this ominous score. Like another thing that we should have talked about, the score was all over the place, right? It went it from great from like this. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. But it went from like, you know, like hyper action during the bank robbery to like, you know, like here's like a western. little romantic and then here's a western and then yeah. the stairs part is where it's like this ominous like oh you're uh, you're not gonna <laughs> you're make fine. it out alive <laughs> he takes like two steps and it just cuts and it's like 23 23. minutes <laughs> later yeah. and he's finally at the top of the stairs it's Dude. the stupidest thing i fucking loved it I would have been so happy to watch the like an extra twenty three minutes though, just to watch him get up the stairs with every step. I would I would have been happy with that too. So much comedy in that director's cut. Director's cut. Just a super long take of that, right? Another way to throw off your audience is like, yeah, you think we're gonna make you? We think you know you're not gonna have to watch this guy walk up all these stairs, but guess what? We're making you watch him walk up all these stairs. I can imagine him. There's definitely a time where he fell down. He's just sitting at the bottom, like, you know, maybe I should, you know, he's thinking about maybe I should just die. Maybe I should just lay kill myself. Yeah. Maybe I should just wait for them to come down. But like, I would have loved to have seen like a 23 minute, like, extra. Well, you know, I could have totally seen it being like a, like, easily like a seven or eight minute scene of where it's like just him slowly getting up and it starts off as funny and then it gets to that point where it's like all right this is going on way too long and then it yeah. gets funny again because it's gone on way longer than you <laughs> expected it to yeah. <laughs> well you know if this movie comes out on dvd well when it does on dvd at least if there's a director's cut and it says 23 minutes of unseen footage you know it's a stair scene and i'm buying that immediately <laughs> give me that give me 23 extra minutes of just the stair scene of just him just struggling and just cussing at himself like son of a fuck like just trying to be quiet the whole time too that's another thing he's trying to be quiet and this whole house is like the loudest <laughs> fucking floor. thing right. it has to be hardwood floor and it's just like everyone has ever experienced in their entire life everything is super quiet until it's the middle of the night and you're trying to be quiet because you don't want to wake everyone up and then every single floorboard creaks and shakes the whole fucking house and then you have his little his golf club just click click yeah. just super Doesn't loud make it quiet yeah right um so he's up the stairs he? now Okay, yeah, so he gets up the stairs, and he finally is, like, and he's this is where he's, like, battling with his inner monologue, and where he's, like, I'm fucking leaving, and his, his inner monologue is, like, no, go save the hot chick, and he's, like, I don't fucking care about the hot chick, I want to leave, no, the hot chick really needs you, and you need her, he's, like, I'm not saving the hot chick, <laughs> and so he leaves, and he, like, creates a diversion, but then he he, he goes back for the hot chick, right? Gotta. And then this is where shit goes bananas. Again. It goes bananas again. So the family is freaking out because they've realized that he has escaped. The uncle's now dead. The uncle is dead. They find that the uncle is dead. He has escaped. And they are talking about what they're doing. Or they, yeah, they're talking about what they're doing. They're going to pack up. They're going to go for the night. The guy's probably not going to make it. He's going to be, you know, he's going to die to an infection. But then they find out that the girl has cleaned his leg. So he's probably not going to die to an infection. And as they're talking this all over, Rex is underneath their kitchen table with a (laughs) nail gun. 
Uh-oh. And is just and he Uh-oh. just starts going ham on these two on the dad and one of the brothers, literally like there shooting them. Too, by the way. Right. Um and he starts shooting them in like the gut and the dick and in in the feet, <laughs> all of that man. shit, dude. Oh, that, that was one brother got the bulk of that magazine from that oh yeah. Gun, oh yeah, oh, yeah. He God. was just like he was just like shaking, like, oh, I'm so scared. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just uh, 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 just, just yeah. blood coming out of everywhere. Yeah, that um, was crazy. That, I think that there's some prejudice against that brother because he got a that sucked <laughs> for him, man. Oh, dude, he was. Like, and then the the other brother got his his foot nailed through the, the fucking floorboard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, like through his toes and everything. When he finally gets free, the other brother gets free from the floor and he grabs the backpack because, again, he when he was in the basement trying to escape, he set himself up like a to-go bag of just weapons. And he put a bowling ball in the backpack. Oh, so he did the, take that. That's right. So when the one brother goes to grab the backpack and swing, the mother is now back up because Rex knocks her out really quick. And the brother fucking swings and hits the mother in the fucking face with a bowling ball backpack. Knocks her the fuck back out. Chaos fucking ensues again. And the mother finally gets hers. Because the mother's a piece of shit. Yes. This mother, the entire family's bad. And again, we will get to why this is happening. We haven't touched on a major thing in this film. We, we're we're going we're gonna to get to that. But she's against the cage because they do put the daughter in the cage. Uh, 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 Alia, she, she, they put her in a cage when she's doing wrong or she fucks up. They need to control her. They put her in a cage. They, they just well, treat her like a dog. She yeah. has a fucking S&M whip, which she then wraps around her mother's neck and, and strangles her to death. Wrangles the fuck out of her. It was wonderful. Well, the, the whip was what, what Rex found in the basement when he was doing his whole like preparation. Yeah, it's an S&M whip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he found the whip in somebody else's because they... Uh, every single traveler they ever had, which is obviously Rex isn't the first one. Um, they had all these, you know, they didn't, you know, dispose of their belongings. So they just had them all in this basement. So there's, the, you know, a mountain of luggage to go through. And, you know, when Rex is getting out, he goes through all of it and he finds, yeah, he finds a, a very uh, BDSM styled <laughs> bag. Yeah, with anal beads. <laughs> yeah, anal beads and a whip and uh, other stuff. <laughs> And yeah, he definitely brought the whip with him, obviously for the purpose of definitely being able to, you know, fuck someone up with that. Oh, um, and yeah, it, it definitely worked out for Anya in the end. Or Alia. 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 My bad. Uh, Alia. Alia. And here's Alia. where a very important part that we left out is: there is a brother named the Pati. Oldest. Yes. The oldest brother named Pati. And uh, Pati is a. Monster. I would say he's a fucking troll, basically. He's a he fucking... is a reimagining of yeah. Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, if Sloth from the Goonies was trying to literally fucking eat you, because that's all he will eat is human Right, meat. he has an unsatiable desire for human flesh. Yes. And it's not just any American. human flesh. <laughs> not, it's, no, it's not American. It was, they want fit. Yeah, fit. Yeah, because too fat. They, yeah, the, first, the first guy was a like a fatter dude. And the meat was too fatty. So yeah. they were going after people who were more in shape and more, you know, yeah. lean muscle instead of like just a bunch of fat on them, even though yeah. those would probably be the easier targets. Right. <laughs> and Pati, the, 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 the practical effects for him as well were great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's explained. She's like, I thought you said your brother never grew up. She said mentally, <laughs> physically did mentally. No, every time he walks, the house shakes. 
Yeah, he is giant. a dense motherfucker. Huge. Dense. And this is where one of, I think, our favorite scenes happens. He, oh, he's against the fridge. And he ha- the, the potty is grabbing him. And he grabs the fridge handle. What's in the fridge? Well, what's the, left of his leg? Right, that, his that and a big ass bone. His, yeah. beautiful, his beautiful leg that he then has another romantic. It wasn't even his leg. It was his foot was with his, his foot with bone. his leg bone. And that was yeah. all that was left. And that's all it took for him to be like, oh, my yeah. leg. And literally, he, the moment he grabs the leg, he, he sees the leg. And then that's what we were talking about, where it just cuts to him frolicking and jumping around holding on to his leg with love and oh dude i don't know about you guys but if i were in if i got to this point where rex was at and i opened up a fridge and i saw not just my leg but also other human meat and body parts in there and i saw what i knew was my leg there would not be a happy moment where it's like i found you it would be like holy shit that's my leg it's not attached to my or that's my foot it's not attached to my leg this is a problem i'm gonna die here. Now gone too <laughs> like like it's one of those weird things where it's like he's not overcome with adrenaline where he immediately thinks of what to do with it it's he's overcome with joy that it still exists and it hasn't just been eaten yet like it, yeah. it cracked me up it's so funny right well there there's always that little thought of like i found it maybe we can somehow reattach it there's who no knows it might be there's able to say no yeah it was gone but yeah I absolutely loved that. Once again, like the, the movie doesn't take itself too seriously. And it was able to interject these just random funny <laughs> fucking moments that like, right. Just complete curveball to you where you're like, he opens the fridge and you see his foot and you're like, that's his foot. I see the bone. That's going to be the weapon. And then immediately it just cuts to like, no, no, he's in love with his leg. It's like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck is happening? Well, the way, the funnier part before that happens is he does grab that flare gun finally. And he's like, cool, flare gun. I got my fucking, I got the flare gun. Shoots I it. About it just bounces off Patty's head. Does absolutely nothing. And he's just like, motherfucker, dude. You like, just, like, he, see it. You, you expect it to be like, you know, like, like, cause you see him pulling out the flare gun and you expect it to be like, oh, this is how he's going to do it. He's going to hurt him and fuck him up with the flare gun. And then just completely like ineffective. Does nothing. And you're like, yeah. That didn't go so well. It's like a gnat. It's like a stupid gnat just buzzing around. It's just like, well, that pissed him off. So he takes the fucking leg and shoves it into fucking Patti's throat, causing him to choke, and then, well, falls down, fucking bone right through the fucking back of the head, the neck. You have your foot in your mouth, and that's what happens. <laughs> Went right through. So I think, from- uh, what was it? Immediately after that, there were, so... Th- uh, Alia is literally in this like wooden cage that is nailed shut and all of that stuff, and um, and Rex after killing Patti stands up and he's like, "We just killed your whole family. How do you feel about that?" <laughs> and she's like, "I have mixed emoticon or emodians." And he's like, "Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, it's emotions." <laughs> it's emotions. <laughs> Corrects her again on the fucking <laughs> English. So good. But just the way he's like, I just we just killed your entire family. How do you feel about that? I have mixed emotions. It's like, yeah, I don't, you know what? That's fair. That's that's a fair response. Well, there, there's a there's a lot of good like one liners that we didn't touch on. Like the whole, what time is it? It's like, I hope it's ABC fucking prime time up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like that was good. Uh, she hands him the knife. She's like, what do you got to do with this? He goes with with that off the top of my head. I free myself and kill your family. Pretty standard stuff. 
Yeah. (laughs) Pretty standard stuff. Or when he's in the bar. Oh, yeah, a vegan. What's a vegan? Well, they're kind of like people. A vegan is like a person. And then he's like, stop. And he's like, but they're cut off. That's all he's able to say about it. Or when he's uh, when he gets in the beginning of the movie, he meets his buddy Pete at the bar. And he's like, so where to next? Finland. I meant like in boys in, in boys idaho like you know i meant in idaho like where to there why finland and rex is like well a very scientific calculated reason what's that i shot a spitball at a map <laughs> like, yeah just, not only that but it's the fact that he it's revealed that he didn't just shoot the spitball once he shot three, three of them and they landed and all the, all finland. three of them yeah which all leads you to another cool shot by the way right. it's the the yeah. third one follows the spit the the third shot of the spitball follows the spitball as it goes to hit the map of Finland. And then it transitions into an aerial view that goes down into the house where he is being held captive. And then it, and that's, and then that jars him awake. Yeah. And then that, that's what jars him awake while his leg is trying to be cut (laughs) off again. It's like, Oh, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) So that, that was great. Also, Evan pointed this out in the beginning of the film, the wide shot of the torture room. Was yeah, very yeah. good. That, like that was a very good decision on their part. Yeah, no, it was literally just like one shot with like a fisheye lens, and I yeah. they didn't use the fisheye lens or anything else for the rest of that movie. It was just for that one that shot. One scene, yeah, which well, I, they they easily could have used it for more purposes, but I still also really enjoyed that just that one shot of like it just is a close up on the inner monologue like fuck how do we get out of here and it just shows the torture room they're <laughs> yeah. like oh shit what's happening here yeah um the thing is is that that wide shot revealed about his captors quite a bit like obviously it's not their first time yeah uh, all the bikes they're very yeah they're very um methodical in how they get rid of like body parts like they have a whole like little table laid out with all their different yep. tools um, not very sanitary as they didn't clean up any of the tools after they used him, which I mean, that could be it, as, as it's kind of shown, it's like really, you know, how often does this, you know, Patty like troll, like, yeah, sloth kind of character need to eat. Cause they're obviously they're not keeping multiple people there at the same time. It's yeah. more of like, there's one guy that they are one guy or girl they can keep forever or not forever, but like for an extended period of time. So yeah. it's like he's, you know, constantly hungry needs to eat and they need to like, you know, have tons of different victims. It's more of like, as the years have gone on, they've amassed hundreds, obviously, right. like as you said, by all the bikes, all the luggage, all that kind of stuff. Well, interesting, interesting yeah. thing about the bikes is the bike scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- well, that scene itself with the family is fucking ridiculous. We'll get to that <laughs> way after I say this. What I thought, what I liked was where, he, where he's like, well, who has me? And he's seeing all the bikes, but then he looks to one wall and there's, pristine nice taking care of bikes which is leading into what you were talking about matt mm-hmm. on the wall nice and neat dusted they're clean and he's like a motherfucking family and then it cuts to the scene where they're riding their fucking bikes together and they're just yeah. like all frolicking down the lane just happy go go happy fucking riding their bikes around as a family and it's like this is a murderous family except and here they're just out for a fucking yeah, except, except yeah a, just a nice stroll on their bikes Which we're about except to get for Hollywood. except for it still shows the two that there's the twins and they always have this like mask on they yeah. always have their own mask on and we it doesn't really explain I'm wondering why if it's to differentiate them 
because one be. twin is smarter than the other. It's kind of like the like the dog like the dog with three heads thing. Like there's a smart one, a dumb. There's a smart one, a dumb one, and like an a, a medium one. So like one twin is actually like kind of special needs. You know, he's got the lazy eye. He's kind of like stu- a stutterer. He's kind of you know. He's, a very, he's, he's he's weaker in comparison to his twin who is yeah. more of a leader and like willing to right. make decisions and, and come up with ideas so it was kind of hard status. right it was kind of hard to figure out who was who though until they took the mask off and then you you once they took their mask off and you really got a good look at them one twin was fine and one twin he didn't have a lazy eye he had an eye that never worked a day in its life yeah this right? eye got fucking stuck in the corner of his eye this is where i'm staying dude sorry um fun fact about that uh that is apparently something that the actor can do what yeah um jesus christ that's fucking sorry i was looking at the trivia on imdb before we started doing this um, yeah uh travis jeffrey is the actor who plays both twins uh he came up with the difference between the siblings the lazy eye is an actual ability of his and it's a to contrast their personalities um gail is the strong leader type and gideon is more of a weaker follower um in the script they were essentially interchangeable i've, I've had the uh, trivia page open for a bit that's kind of how i figured out the dashboard hula doll only had yeah one. yeah um i didn't see that right when i um Oh, you fucking, you lying bastard. You're trying to sit here and be like, I'm so intelligent. I caught no. this little detail. You guys didn't. No, he's yeah. looking at the web page. <laughs> to be perfectly fair, I've only watched for a week, maybe Cinema Wins, so I haven't gotten that intelligent yet. It's he said in the movie, movie, he's like, ah, the ringing in his ear. He's disorientated. Right, he's like, <laughs> I, oh, I oh, oh his, you can hear his heartbeat. You can hear the, the ringing. He's, it's, it's, it's emphasizing no, like his anxiety. I'm like, you don't need to emphasize his anxiety. He woke up being kidnapped, missing a leg. Trust oh, me, no. he's got plenty of anxiety. You don't need to stress well, it. We had Well, we had two other putts watching the movie with us that I figured I might have to express to them how this all works because they might watch movie. They might not watch movies. Although I did want to point out, um, which I think did we mention yet? I don't remember. Did we mention that it's kind of like set up to be a sequel? No, we're, um, we, no haven't we haven't touched on that yet. That, that, right. that, so let's that, finish. That's at the end, just Go like ahead. that setup was. So, yeah. So let let's finish the movie, <laughs> and then we can get into a couple more things, and then we could give it our give it our score, the WAC score. So Matt, you want to you want to take us to the end? Yeah. Fuck, where did we leave off? We left off on the family's finally dead and the mother's now dead. And now he's talking to Alia in the cage. Oh, yeah. They get, out, they, she, they, get, they get her out of the cage. Right. So at that point, like, pretty much the movie is over. Like, the whole family has been disposed of. Um, the little, the, the youngest brother is still in the hospital. So they end up going, they get into a him? car. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I love that. And no, I don't think he said that. Yeah, he did. He said, he said, uh, we're, oh, no, yeah, yeah. He was like, are we going to kill him? He's like, she's like, no, we're taking him with us. He's like, oh, well, yeah, uh, okay. Oh, okay, then, I guess. Um, but yeah, so they, they leave and um, they end up going to like pick up his brother or her brother. And then they, you know, they manage to, they, they leave and they get back to America, uh, back to his life. And, you know, they have this weird romantic relationship after all of that. And it goes real well, I guess. And then it just cuts to them at a party. And they and like there's this like group of people around this table that are trying. They're like, so where did you two meet? And I was expecting some like bullshit story, right? 
so the guy goes into the story rex goes into the story and he it starts off as like you know oh we're just gonna make something up and kind of go with it ha ha and he's like well her parents hated me on a biblical level (laughs) yeah on a biblical level they hated me and so did her entire family um and he starts talking about it and then (laughs) while he's talking about it there's this black girl who is like touching his hand and is like you know biting her lip and twirling her hair listening to him talk and alia is literally just staring this girl down in jealousy like and she has a little flash of like i'm going to murder you with a butcher don't touch my man yeah and they show Um, it they do show it yeah it, it doesn't actually happen but you can clearly see that she's fucked up just like he is i guess yeah um, but it's like her inner monologue where she's just like i am going to murder this bitch with a meat cleaver if you don't stop touching my man yeah. um and so then it cuts back into him telling his story and he's like so i killed her whole fucking family and uh here we are that's how we met everyone's like looking at him and everyone's just staring at him and and i was like expecting everyone to like laugh and be like ha 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 that's a funny joke you killed her whole family no one says a fucking word and then you just see one dude in the background just give a nice thumbs up love that guy (laughs) thumbs up guy is my favorite part he's just like in the back with his thumbs up way up in the air everyone is just so awkwardly staring at these two and this just one dude is like fuck yeah man that's the way to do it kill her whole fucking family (laughs) that's what's up that's i'm about it dude yeah that that Um, that that, yeah i killed her whole fucking family (laughs) dude i was like oh he really said that (laughs) right he really told the whole story instead of it just being this like stupid you know Lie, uh, yeah, this stupid lie. We're like, oh, you know, the parents hated me and the family hated me, but through my wits and charm, I won, I won them over. Them. Right, uh, that's what I was expecting. No, he he literally was just like, I killed her whole fucking family. <laughs> yeah, and again, thumbs uh, up, guy. Thumbs thumbs, thumbs up, up guy. guy was was uh, on point. We um, need more thumbs up guy in every movie for that shit. <laughs> just <laughs> hidden, right? Like he doesn't need to be super obvious. He was out of focus, like, I think, in that shot. He wasn't even focused on. No, like, he, he was one of the only people in the background that were focused. Oh, really? Right. I didn't even yeah. catch that. <laughs> it was that, like that nice so much on everybody except for thumbs up guy. Thumbs he up was guy. nice and clear, just off in the background, just like yeah, nice. So oh, then, I was happy, dude. Yeah. I would totally love to see Thumbs Up Guy in, like I said, like you were saying, in any movie, right? Like, imagine Marvel movies where, you know, the Avengers in Endgame when they when they finally come to Thanos again, and then they just fucking chop his head off, and then just like outside of the hut, you just see Thumbs Up Guy, like, nice, yeah, <laughs> right. you did it, good job, like, good job, you did it after five years. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Avengers. We finally cut to credits and it's over, but it's not over. Oh, yeah. Post credit scene. Here is the thing. They have a Marvel post credit scene and it is the youngest brother. And he pulls out a picture of the family and he says it's something that they touched on earlier where he was like. She's teaching him English and she's reading him English as she was reading the story. Right. It's time for an American harvester. Thanks. Banquet. Banquet. Banquet, Banquet, right. And so the little kid looks at the picture and he goes, I guess it's time for an American banquet. And as it says banquet, it zooms in and you realize there's a third twin brother. Yeah, there's another twin. There's a third twin and they talked about it 
earlier in the movie that you just like kind of didn't really catch, but they were they were America. talking about um how things were in America, and it's because they have that third twin in America, yeah. and then boom, that's it, that's all you get. It's like oh shit, they're gonna be a sequel. Yeah. And if there's a sequel, I am here for it. Well, this is what I wanted to say earlier, but I didn't want to in case we hadn't gotten to it yet. This yes. is the first of a planned trilogy. Oh, is it really? Yes. Is it a trilogy? Oh my yes. god, yes. Again, uh, because I do not pay attention or not pay attention because this obviously wasn't said in the movie, but like I still have the trivia section open and that's the top one is this is the first of a planned trilogy. Um, also, fun fact, shot on the Gold Coast of Queensland, Australia. Uh, anyway, going back to the movie. Yeah, it's an Australian movie based in Finland. Super weird. Yeah. Very, very strange how, how that happens. Speaking of that, all of the actors that played Finnish natives were actually Australian and had to learn the Finnish language phonetically. You got me started on this. I'll go through all the I'll go through all really? the trivia. Yes. This movie is actually like. That's I, actually that's actually really impressive. You would Pete, have think that they would have just found finished actors. Uh Pete who just the, already speak um, that language. You the know, bartender. Uh Pete yeah. the bartender. He is uh that's Joshua Brennan. That's his real name. He plays Ben O'Toole's body double. So Josh would act as Rex while Ben would act as the conscience. So in any that's scene awesome. where it's showing, you know, any scene where it's showing Ben O'Toole playing, you know, Rex's conscience and you can't see Rex's face, that's right. because that's Josh was playing double. him. Yeah, that's right. that's Pete. That's Pete the barber or Pete the bartender playing him. So I could see that, and and that's what I had figured, especially when there's a lot of shots where, um, when he's tied up, you only see the back of him. Yeah, as he's tied up, and then he, and then you only see the front of the conscience who is talking to the body, and you know, and that's what I I immediately thought because like I watch a lot of YouTube videos on like visual effects and stuff like that. I have no knowledge of it, but I like watching it. It's interesting. Right. And there's so much stuff where they do that. And now I can see a scene like that. And I'm like, oh, they're just using a body double for this guy. And then that is the main actor. And then once they do this, it's just a nice simple match cut to this. And then, yeah. Also, another fun <laughs> fact, an actual amputee was cast for the close-ups on his amputated leg. They did use an actual nice. amputee for those, for those scenes. So another, like not practical effect, but using a real... Uh, right. real it makes it look amputee. more realistic. Yeah, definitely. right. It's it's a lot easier. You don't have to worry about like green screening his leg and cutting that out and all of that shit. Like it's just like, hey, we have an amputee here. Um, fun fact: that's that's what actually uh, Saving Private Ryan did. All of the yeah. people like in the bloody scenes where people are getting their limbs blown on D Day stuff yeah. like that on D Day. All of those people were actually amputees with prosthetics that were then made to blow off and attach from them. And that's why it looks so gory and realistic. It's because those they were actually amputees in the first place. Yeah. If you wanna um, if you wanna do ampu- amputations in a movie right, it's all almost always better to have an actual amputee on hand just because it's it's really hard to do because CGI doing that is very difficult, I imagine. That's oh yeah. Because it's just incredibly difficult to, to do that. So you have a practical effect where it blows off a arm that already isn't there to blow off in a certain way, that kind of deal. It's a lot easier because you have an amputee already who's like, yeah, that didn't actually hurt. <laughs> right. So, Real yeah. quick. Would you have ever thought of that before? Like understanding this knowledge, would you have ever thought of that as like a potential, like a uh, way like to do it career or just like a, you know, a side gig for some people with ampute, like who are, who are amputees yeah. where it's yeah. just like, you know, you know what I can do since I'm missing my arm, I can actually go to Hollywood and just, you know, that I can body be, yeah. double for these specific VFX shots as an amputee, right? Like, I imagine it's got to be something pretty like 
something like that never crossed my mind until I've watched videos where they're like, this is actually an amputee and it's because this makes this easier. And it's like, that make a lot of fucking sense actually. Right. Yeah. Like that's actually pretty, it's pretty smart. And it's also like, I think it's pretty cool the way they do it and stuff like that. And, and I think, yeah, I just think it's pretty, pretty awesome that they also used it for this too, where it was like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't go for a, a cheap, like, you know, visual effect or something like that. Like you said, Nick earlier that it was very practical effects heavy. They didn't rely on a lot of CGI very, if any, you know, that I could really spot off the top of my head in terms of any gore and whatnot. It was all very practical and, and well done as well as the shots for the action scenes like that final action scene in the kitchen not a lot of cuts like like there were but there were cuts where there were it was necessary but it wasn't like it wasn't like a a transformers movie where every fight scene there's a cut here cut there cut there cut there it was yeah yeah it was very like maybe i'd say around 10 maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less for that whole scene uh when he's fighting patty the the big uh the the brother And I'd imagine that one VFX, like having visual effects compared to practical, is going to be more expensive, right? So uh-huh. for a smaller budget film like this, um, it it's probably, that. yeah, much easier and much more logical for them to go with the practical route. Yeah. But also, like, having practical effects, especially for a horror movie, is just kind of almost like a necessity, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. Like, like it, it is a definite callback to all of like the the earlier horror movies that that's what they had to do versus yeah. nowadays horror films where almost everything is just done in CGI because it's it's easier it may yeah, not be easy. more cost efficient or more time efficient, but it's just easier in the long run to just send, that, send this off. Yeah, send this off to a VFX company and have them right. take care of it. Um, right. Where this movie it took care of all the fine details. They made sure that with the budget they had to make the best movie they could. And I, I, and I really do fucking think that this is one of the smarter horror movies that has come out in recent years. Right. And it's not actually that much of a horror movie. Like big elements in it. It does. It really does. Um, but it's not like overboard with it. It's definitely more, it's definitely, um, dialed back a bit and is a lot more like you know comedy focused right it's like it's a comedy horror thriller type of deal you know it's it's really nice to see a film like that where it's kind of making fun of itself and making fun of the genre instead of just trying to be overly serious and be super scary and terrifying when it's like you know sometimes it's 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 not that easy to do that on a small budget right so yeah that's fucking bloody hell and god Wild. damn it i love this fucking film shoot him in the dick shoot him in the shoot dick shoot him in the dick also oh while we were talking about amputees this is what i forgot to bring up um speaking of amputees and i don't know if they used an amputee for this scene or not but the, the one scene where it was showcasing they were like explaining the backstory of the oldest brother and how they had to kill people I mean, yes. and like let them eat you know so that way they could he could eat their flesh or whatever and it shows the first victim tied up, no <laughs> arms, no legs, just hanging from the ceiling. Like, oh god, help me! <laughs> As yeah. they go to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they. Yeah, I wonder if he was an actual amputee. I wonder. Whatever it was, it was just funny because, like, it's just like a, it's like a zoomed out shot. It's not like a close up. It's just it's a like zoomed you just out see shot. him in and the background. Yeah, heavier set man, no arms, no legs, just dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Um, 
what else? I think one of the last things I did want to say about the film is I liked their callbacks to yeah. Terminator and Die Hard. Yeah, oh those yeah, are funny. in the bank scene, he's like Asla Vista. No, fuck, that's been done. Yeah, <laughs> like, or like yeah, even in the car ride, it's been done too. Fuck. Yeah, yeah like, like even the car, he's like, you know, anything with the word finish would have worked because they are fi- finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, looking at him. It's 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 the the inner monologue is trying to like set right. up the you know the the cool one liner and at the same time it's making fun of itself where it's like we don't really need this in the genre like you don't <laughs> have to do that you know <laughs> well when the inner monologue finally goes gives his little salute and he's gone I was like no like I actually verbally I was like no no don't go <laughs> I verbally said it out loud everyone's like yeah no we don't want you to go um but yeah that that's bloody hell and I think we could probably get our ratings now we can kind of see where we land but I'll start we're doing that a 10, right? Yeah. yeah I'm this movie an 8.5 out of 10. 100%. I liked everything about this film. I really did. Um, the dialogue was phenomenal. The casting, these actors and actresses did their jobs. And they did yeah. their job fucking damn well. They really um, did. This, you know... I. I love this fucking movie and I'm excited to now know that there's going to be two more bloody hells. Yeah. Yes. That I did not know. We were joking around and we're like, Oh, we're so on board to get the, the, you know, for to review the next one when the next one comes out. And here we go. It's like, we got two more. We got two more to wait for you. We got two more. Hell yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. For me, 8.5. Yeah. I like I was saying at the beginning, when Nick is like, "You got to see this movie. We we're gonna watch this movie." It's like a, it's like the eye roll of the century. You're like, "Oh God, what trash are you gonna show us this time?" Where right. you know, it's like <laughs> a 45 minute short film of just a guy on the table just getting his fingernails ripped off, and Nick is like, "It was super good, right?" It's like, "No, what the fuck did you just show me?" Like, yeah, there's nothing to that. To American guinea pig. So <laughs> yes, yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciated that. Definitely You're didn't. Welcome. Definitely I was afraid didn't to give me nightmares at all. When I went, when I was at Nick's house and he showed me the trailer of that, I was afraid to get in my car. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell's waiting for me now. I was like, dude, this is fucked up. And he was like, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a pretty cool trailer, right? I was like, no, yeah, cool. Why uh-huh. am I your friend? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was literally like, why did I show up to this twenty-eight-year-old's house? I'm like not even twenty. What am I doing? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no. So like, I was I was very hesitant, and I was like, "All right, we're gonna review this movie. Let's just get it done and over with." Yeah, I thoroughly had a good time watching this. It was it was fun. You know, it it it's not like your triple A budge. You know, like high tier Hollywood movie, right? right. Um, it was still really good, really enjoyable. Right. It definitely yeah. the story itself was kind of like lacking a little bit, but for the most part, it was a really you know. It was. It definitely did the job that it it wanted to do. It accomplished it very well. It was very entertaining to watch. There was plenty of stuff where it just like hit you out of left field with something that you did not see coming. Right. Definitely. Um, definitely had a lot of comedy and a lot of humor to it. So that definitely makes it a lot more, uh, a lot easier to watch. So it, it was a good movie. I would definitely watch the sequels. Uh, I'd probably give it like an eight. You know. It was cool. it was a good solid movie. I enjoyed it, and uh, you know, there's probably some things that it can work on in the sequel. But like I said, probably an eight for me. It was pretty good. 
it was it was it was good and it was enjoyable okay. nice nice okay um yeah i i love the i love the dialogue i'm used to a lot more um uh, punchy dialogue and stuff like that but still this was this was very good it wasn't it wasn't so fast paced that i felt like i wasn't keeping up but it also was funny to the point where it's like mm-hmm. like when he told when nick told me about it he was like it's not necessarily a scary movie but it is in that vein and i was pleasantly i was expecting to see something that was really like not slow but i was expecting it to be somewhat boring and just being like well, yeah, we're going to see this long shot of this, you know, this beautiful woman looking somewhere where she shouldn't be and then she's going to get stabbed. I was expecting something like a classic kind of movie, like a classic kind of scary movie. And then when we first started watching it, I was like, oh, this takes place like this is happening at a bank. And then as soon as the the purse in the beginning fell into Rex's lap after it got tossed into the air, I was like, I'm in for a completely different kind of movie than I ever thought That's I was. That's literally where I watched every, your guys' moods change. Because right it was like we were like this is kind of like movie. not yeah. campy, but it's comedy. It's 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 funnier. Yeah. Um, like I said, the dialogue was were uh, was very well done. I liked a lot of the the action scenes. Were not they weren't super long. You know, they weren't one continuous take, which was nice. But they weren't also cuts here and everywhere just to kind of prove a point. It felt like it was a good pacing where you could see the action, but it wasn't obviously there was very little CGI done at all that I could notice anyway. So I thought it was really sweet. Um, the story itself, I can, I can say that I think it had some pacing issues, kind of how we doubled back in the middle of the film to uh, see what really happened at the bank robbery. Right. I would have liked to have maybe seen that maybe just at the beginning. So we kind of understand that like, he's not a bad guy. What he did was kind of stupid in the you know moment because he didn't know who else was there kind of deal. But like, pacing issues aside it was still a decent story i really enjoyed it um i'd have to say i i agree with nick i'd give it like an 8.5 um you know maybe even a nine depending on a, on the day but i right. really liked the film it's not a film i typically watch that's for sure but like as soon as yeah like as i said when i saw the purse land in his lap and just kind of the way he looked i was like oh this is gonna be some funny shit and it, it was funny while also being still kind of a thing where it's like i wasn't scared for him at any point because i was like this guy is walked out of a bank robbery with killing four people. I was like, I'm really not concerned with whatever Finnish family has got in store for this guy. He's walking around with a golf club as his other leg. Now, like I'm not worried about him at all. Like this man knows what's up, but yeah, no, I'd give it like an 8.5. It was really good. I like this. So for a final score for us, we would say this movie's hovering around an 8.5 then. Yeah, I'd say I'd say give it an eight point five from, cool. from all of us. Uh, with averages, I think that works out to an eight point two five. Okay, yeah. oh, this movie gets an eight point <laughs> fucking five. That's fair. Go, if you can, I would highly. We would all recommend. Yeah. You yes. No. Watch it. It is. It is actually a very entertaining watch. It's you know, yeah. Like you're not gonna go wrong watching it. You're gonna enjoy it all the way through. Yeah. It, that's like the I said, it, you don't have to be a horror fucking fan to watch this movie. Yeah. Right. It's definitely it's got a little bit of that element, but not too heavy into it. It's got a little bit of comedy, but not too heavy into that. You know, it's definitely more of just like you're a little bit of an action thriller with some comedy mixed in. But yeah, is a good, enjoyable ride. You definitely won't be disappointed watching it. it you know, it's probably not going to be your favorite movie ever, but it's still going to be just a really nice watch. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so again, not again, but director Alistair Grierson. You fucking killed this. Thank you for this fucking movie. Um, thank you to Exectic uh, Vision, Entertainment Squad, and Heart Sleeve Productions for allowing us to review your film and setting us a screener for this. We 
totally look forward to more movies from you guys. Oh yeah, so on board to watch the next two, dude. I am looking forward to it. Cannot yeah. wait. Actually, I'd also I'd also like to say thank you to the two stars of the film, uh, Ben O'Toole who plays Rex and Meg yeah. Frazier who plays Alia. They both did a fantastic job. Really good chemistry between. Oh yeah. Especially especially whenever he gets upset with how she pronounces something, <laughs> I cracked up at that because I've I've detailed before where it's like I don't get annoyed at the person, but I get annoyed when I hear a word pronounced differently than how I've ever heard it before. It's like <laughs> it's used in a place where it doesn't need to be and it's like that's what i would do in his in rex's instance where it's like it doesn't annoy me to where i'm mad at you but at the same time it's like it annoyed me just enough to where i'm going to correct you on it in a kind of (laughs) way um i I really loved the way that they they performed on screen together it was really funny so uh, i want to say thank you to them you guys made this movie uh 10 times better than the you know idea of it already it was it was funny to begin with but you guys made it so much better you heard it go fucking see bloody hell rent it on vod fucking see this movie support these these actors the the production companies and support director Al, alistair grierson so we can get the next two movies yeah um that is gonna be it for our wasd and beyond beyond episode we are bringing beyond episodes back we have a fucking backlog of episodes we are working on right now fucking 20 plus episodes in the fucking in the in the chamber right now so bear with us there's a lot of cool shit coming um i'll get the shout outs out of the way right now so as always we want to shout out uh boss rush uh network for uh helping us along and always uh what's the word we want to use supporting supporting thank you <laughs> thank you always supporting wasd and beyond and everybody on the network, uh, the LAN party, Nintendo Power Block, uh, Tower Casuals, uh, another Zelda podcast. Diggity. Uh, I was about to get to those boys. They're they're not on the network, but yes, Sorry. you need you need to check out Diggity Podcast. What they the family got, and uh, my homie Jay at NDFX. Uh, if you're trying to get some cool threads, some awesome merch. Uh, Final Boss is about to release their Quake t-shirts this Friday. When this episode comes out, they will be out. Buy those shirts up. They're actually also doing a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 collab with Pizza Eaters. So Pizza Eaters and Final Boss are doing a Tony Hawk collab. And then Espionage.VR is doing some crazy shit with Condemned and Fear right now. So all of our very talented friends are killing it in the market with their merchandise. Check it out. For streamers, please consider checking out uh, Chloe, which is a part of Final Boss. I will put I will put her Twitch link in there. Check out the Yo Loaders. Um, you can check out any of the Boss Rush networks when they stream on Twitch, or the Boss Rush shows when they stream on Twitch. And yeah, you can find me myself on Instagram and Twitter at flies that avi. You can find the WASD and Beyond pages at WASD and Beyond on Twitter and Instagram. And you can always, always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Please, if you like the show, uh, review us, follow us, support us. Your support is what keeps us going. And as it stands right now, we are actually in the top 200 charts in gaming podcasts. We're 188, and that is a good feeling. And it's not because of our fucking dumbasses. It's because of you guys. And that fucking rules. It's our one of our first big milestones. And cheers to you guys. Matt and Evan, close off the episode. I am winded from talking that fucking much. Yeah, god damn. 
And thank you to everybody who worked on Bloody Hell. You guys fucking know it. How are your lungs feeling, Mr. fucking 13-year smoker? I quit smoking. I'm like six months quit. It doesn't mean those 13 years go away, bud. (laughs) Right. It doesn't just go away overnight. That is years worth of damage undoing. I'm surprised you got through all of that without without like 14 big... (gasps) (laughs) That's all um, the liquid death water I've been drinking. Please sponsor us. I want your water. It's just water. It's shut it's up. Cool. They fucking care about the environment. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, Anyways, shut the fuck up. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, PB Freak Forty Two. You can find me on Twitch, PB Freak Forty Two. Uh, YouTube, PV Freak 42. I don't, I don't do any of this stuff that much. So, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I do just want to say, it is good to be back. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be back on more of a regular basis, you know, between mental health and between, between, uh, mental health. And I was working a lot at, a, you know, a pizza place where I worked nights all the time. It was not very convenient for me to be on a lot of these episodes yes. anymore. I got a new job, which, you know, yeah. it's a job, but at the same time, like I have nights and weekends off and shit now. So hopefully he's back, baby. I will hopefully be back on a lot more of these episodes, at least the ones that I am, you know, it makes sense for me to be on. Like soon they're going to be talking about a resident about resident evil. Uh, I haven't played any of those. So like, I'm not going to be there. Otherwise I'm just going to be like big titty goth vampire girl. Leave my aunt out of this. (laughs) (laughs) So, right. Yeah. So, um, definitely look forward to being back on on more of these episodes again so just wanted to to say that and uh yeah pass it off to evan you go ahead and that's me give us your bullshit close the show out baby i have i have uh, nothing to add other than you can uh you can follow me on the only real like social media i have which is my twitch uh ev0 and one uh i've been streaming a little bit more consistently on there i've been playing apex with these guys and uh overwatch occasionally with these guys although apex i would say is a lot more fun because overwatch (laughs) sucks and we're gonna leave it at that um (laughs) I don't. Well, you don't like. Way. You don't no. like raging every time you play that game because that's no. what you do. I'd rather. I'd rather oh, rage at. Apex. I'd rather rage at Apex because at least when I win in Apex, it's like, a, like like really exciting. It's energetic. It's not just like oh yeah, I won whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder to win. But um, no, you can follow my uh, my Twitch and I, I'll usually be streaming uh consistently almost every night or every other night i don't have a schedule set yet because my schedule is kind of dependent i don't know when i can stream or when i feel like it necessarily so it's kind of just up in the air for now um but yeah you can you can follow me on twitch and at ev0n1 um and that's it am i closing out the show boys or do you want to reserve you know, that i want you to close out the show uh we already threw out all of our shout outs we threw out all of our you know uh bullshit so uh, thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next Friday and this coming Wednesday as well with another hot fix. Thank you all for watching. And I turned, you. I, I turned the, the bidet up way too high and cut my asshole again. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you, everybody. You piece of shit. <laughs>